My name is Andrew Adams, and this is Don't You Dare Talk to Me. Today, we have a double deep-fried, extra-fun episode. It's a holiday special, and I brought my my brother as a guest. That's right, I'm Double Deep Fried, coming to you live from Andrew Adams' closet, the recording studio of Don't You Dare That's Talk to right. Me. That's right, I'm recording in my parents' basement in a closet, just trying to make this podcast work. So, today, we're just gonna kind of keep it easy, shoot the shit for a little bit, and talk about some weird holiday traditions, weird holiday meals, and then we're gonna have a fun little game show here at the end, and listener, you can play along too at the end there, so... Just to start off, Noah, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you say that is your, like, how much do you like the holidays? I'd say Christmas, probably about an 8 out of 10. Okay. Um, you gotta, it's not like Thanksgiving, it's not just one day, uh, you got a whole, you know, three to five days of really uh, preparation, post-holiday, you know, grief, grieving, um, <laughs> what? you so know. You have to go through the, the five stages of grief right. when you're at the holidays? You know, you, after the holiday's over, you got to realize, oh man, I got to go back to work tomorrow. I got to oh, go back yeah. to normal life after just, you know, chilling and eating way too much food and drinking way too much. That's and, true. It's it's like the season of I think gluttony. It's, I think it's the best holiday of the year. You know, not many holidays have, have two days associated with it. You got Christmas Eve and... You have Chris, or, uh, Christmas well, Day itself, and you you know Thanksgiving Eve doesn't have an Eve. We don't have Easter Eve. Well, Scrooge, you because I'm not that big of a fan of the holidays. I feel like it's a lot of work for not that much payoff. But anyway, it seems like everyone else in America is head over heels about the holidays. So, no, what would you say is your favorite part of the holidays? Out of like everything, like everything when it comes to Christmas, it could be from like sh- starting at Black Friday of like shopping or doing the holiday shopping to eating that that delicious Christmas ham. I'm not a huge fan of the shopping aspect. I think it's okay. great to give gifts, but my favorite part is probably post you know gift opening more of the okay. the eating the boozing kind of when the juicy right. conversations end up happening and right. the post. De- the post dinner debates with your your grandparents and uncles See, and extended family. We've never we've never done that though. We've never had a super dramatic Christmas unless it's like you know someone gets drunk or whatever. Well, but. I'm particularly remembering growing up being in you know elementary middle school. Uh, our grandmother would you know drink post uh, post meal, and yeah. that's when all the the true holiday Just thoughts get, and sayings get would come super out. Super lit and yeah. talk about. How she thought I was gay and fat and stuff. Well, what's changed? Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> really appreciate that. Anyway, so what would you say? What's your favorite uh, part of like Christmas dinner? What's your favorite holiday dish? I'm a big bread guy, but I, 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 I <laughs> just bread. <laughs> I'll go with a good casserole. I mean, a green bean casserole, okay. sweet potato casserole. Um, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't say it's like big old pile of mashed potatoes and gravy, or like a big old slice of Christmas ham. I mean that's meat and stuff, but I mean you got you to go with the carbs. I'm a big carb guy. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. meats are always the staples, but I think your side dishes really solidify how quality. He likes croissants. Croissants, biscuits, he likes, he likes a good croissant. biscuits and gravy for breakfast, croissants for dinner. I mean, jeez, Dan. I, I mean, I love carbs too, but I don't know why. Like biscuits and gravy has always been like too much for me. Bees and G's, man, come on from West Virginia. That's, that's, that's a staple breakfast. Of, Bees and G's, sawmill gravy, sawmill gravy, biscuits. man. Yep. <laughs> so that stuff is always gross to me. What would you say? All right. So what would you say is like the worst gift that you've ever given to someone for the holidays? worst gift i've ever given yes hmm. i already know mine right off the bat so i'll uh, while you're while you're doing i don't want to say i'm a bad gift giver i can't really think of anything off the top of my head what oh do you have, the, what do you have on your amazing list amazing gift giver the one that's probably the worst is that that crow painting i did that was yeah that, that was, was dumb that was uh because you, yeah you're, i thought it was the painting I was, was great fun. the painting was great but your 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 delivery was 
probably I thought one it was of the funny. worst I've ever. I, I thought it was. I thought I was just. Draw, I was just trying. Do you want to? Do funny. you want to describe to the audience of what you did and yeah, and, and your and your your inspiration behind it and what the picture meant? Yeah, you because it? I like I, I I it's like a painting of like a crow in a smoking jacket holding a golden golf club. Because Noah, he's a big golf guy. And, big golf guy. Yeah, man. And then, too, like, you get, like, you know, just kind of the smoking jacket gave it a classy appeal. And I picked a crow because he's always, you know, cock or cawing at me and everything. So, and he didn't find that funny. He thought that was very offensive, but whatever, I mean, you're man. talking about just me. Did anybody else in the family laugh? I, I mean, I didn't tell it to them. <laughs> I remember we were, like, in the car driving back somewhere. And that's when I made the joke. And you're like, that's not funny, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, looking back, I thought it was just a stupid painting anyway. So, but, all right. So, flip it on its head. Since you're such an amazing gift giver, I let's am. talk about, let's talk about how, what's the best gift you, that you've ever gotten? So, and that's probably, that's probably a mm. tall order here. I probably should have like, you know, coached you on these I questions. Think, I think gifts mean a lot more when you're little. I remember getting, probably when I was younger, to be honest with you, the most excited I've ever been for a gift was probably a skateboard. I okay. remember we, yeah. we had always grown up, we, you and I were into right. skating for a little, a little part of our time and we'd always had the Walmart brand skateboards <laughs> and, they, and they never really cut it, right? Yeah. It was just never no. the quality, but I remember... There was a certain brand in the CCS magazine we yeah, gave our yeah. parents for Christmas that year that we wanted. And yeah. that morning, we came down and we had those skateboards. And yeah. that, I think that was probably the most excited I'd ever been for See, a Christmas gift. Um, and to get it exciting. on Christmas, I think it was snowing that year. Yeah, yeah. And we could never go use them. But the fact that we still got, like, we had a, not a professional skateboard, but a, you know, Well, something quality, like a quality a skateboard. Deck. Felt, right, Yeah, you right. felt cool, you we know. We felt cool. Yeah. Um, that was probably the most excited I'd ever been for a gift. I mean, you and I growing up, I mean, toys were huge, Legos mm-hmm. were huge, but yeah. I think... I think it sticks out to me was probably that you re that we got the the GameCube. The, oh, yeah, that's the what, GameCube. That's, that's Super Mario me. Sunshine. Super Mario Sunshine. So we got the GameCube when it was like OG. Yeah, right? it was like when it first came out, and we were like, and got we were the and you, we were both probably on the same level yeah. in terms of video games. You weren't totally. Yeah, I wasn't like you weren't super. De- obsessed. You were a huge. Video, you're a huge video game guy now. I like video games, but back yeah. then I had the Game Boy Color before you had. Yeah, you had video games. Yeah, but then that I came point, out, I was we like, got oh, no, the Game Color to share as a last minute gift. It was like we thought Christmas was over. We got yeah. the GameCube color plus Super Mario Sunshine. I remember you and I, I think you were more into it, but we'd, we'd all split trying to beat the levels and like play the game for hours. But yeah. then at that point, we'd even go to Blockbuster after oh, Christmas. Yeah, we'd, work our, we'd spend our allowance money on... Renting games. Renting yeah. new games, the new, whatever game maybe football, basketball, yeah. skateboard. I remember we always had to pick, you and I always had to pick... We had to, like, we, we had, had to join. Yeah, we had to join. Right. What was, like, mine for that, like, the one game that I was, like, I think I, like, cried when I was a little kid because we had to return it. Because that was the thing about Blockbuster. Like, when you're a kid and you get this cool game from Blockbuster, you don't realize that you have to return it in a week. So you're like, oh, no. It was, like, the ATV game, like, the racing game. I, I was going to ATV or the BMX. Yes. Dave he, Mirror's yeah, BMX Yeah, Dave Mirror's BMX. But yep. then we ended up buying that. We, we did. played the living... Goddamn yeah, so that's that, no. I, for, I completely forgot about the gift. That was a, a crazy. So growing up, our our last minute gift was always like a huge joint gift. Yeah, I remember one year we got the GameCube. One year was a ping pong table. Oh yeah, that was that was really cool um, too. I can't remember. Maybe one year was like sleds. I don't know. No, it's like there was snow a, there, boots. One snow year, boot, right? Yeah. So there was obviously it was hit and miss, but. I remember there was a couple years back to back. It was the GameCube. It was the ping, you know, pong ping pong table. table. Yeah, that was a big one. Um, but that no, was... the GameCube was huge. Yeah, I mean, that that grew. Not that I was a huge video game guy, but playing Super Mario Kart, I was. Yeah, yeah, Double I, Mario I, Kart. I smoked Dash. you for the longest time. Um, you know, Super Mario Sunshine, you were good at. Then we got Smash Bros. And we got yeah, you dude. know, Tony Hawk's Underground Skateboarding. We had 
Um, I mean, it goes. The list goes on and on. Yeah, we could just do an entire episode about how cool the GameCube is. That goes. That goes to show you how we had to uh, compromise as, oh, as, yeah. as as siblings to. But to pick a game either out. either way, it was still fun. You know, it's always you know it's better better to play have someone to play with than you know have to play by yourself. So I'm sure there's kids growing up where they had like a video game system and they would be like, oh, I have it all to myself. You know, but at the same time, you didn't get to like compete and do like yep. you know collaborate on games. But or, anyway, ha- or have to decide on what game to play. Yeah, that, that too. That was a whole whole big damn debate. But anyway, so let's. But this we're not here about to talk about all about the GameCube and how amazing it is. We're here to talk about Christmas okay. and let's talk about weird traditions. Okay. So there, Christmas it's you know super big in the United States, and if you're outside of the United States, I'm sure you have your own Christmas traditions, and you probably look at the United States and you're just like, whoa, those are some bizarre Christmas traditions. So I was looking around and I did a little research here today, and, and just to kind of see like some some out there or unique. Christmas traditions that people might not know about. So first one I just wanted to start off with um, is in Austria and parts of Germany um, is the legend of Krampus or Krampus. I forget. It's like do two pronunciations. Have you ever heard of Krampus or Krampus? (laughs) No, but I mean, other than like uh, TV shows. All right. So basically Krampus is like the bad Santa. So he's like in the folklore um, or in the Austrian folklore, um, he's partnered up with St. Nicholas or Santa, and he's like, he's the one that pretty much like deals out the justice for these kids, or if they're bad or whatever. So he'll like, the legend is like, he'll capture the kids in the dead of night and put them in a sack and then beat them or whatever. It's, yeah, it's it's really dark, you know, especially for like kids. You're like, oh, if you're not good, then Krampus will put you in a sack. Um, but anyway, the thing is, like, people, this tradition, it's upheld. So people, in like December will run around in these like demon masks just like devil masks um, just scaring kids and pulling pranks and then they'll hold like an annual like Krampus parade in uh, Vienna so it's just like it's really dark you know it's like the winter Halloween kind of yeah I mean like if you looked at the pictures in it just picture like a red devil mask or whatever that's it that's you get people just running around you know no Santa hats I, you could if you want to double make it festive but Santa's like the good guy so I guess in like in American <clears throat> or like you know we see it or like Santa does like both the he deals out both justice for the bad kids and he like gives treats and goodies yeah, to the good but kids. Yeah, the kids always win. So. I mean, yeah, but I, like the like Santa in like I guess um the American filter or whatever, he's pretty tame cuz all he gives you is just coal, right? So yep. he's not going to put you in a sack and try and beat you. Anyway, moving right along here. This one I thought was really really fucking rad in my opinion. So in uh, Caracas, Caracas, Venezuela, the capital of Venezuela. Um, so on Christmas morning, how do you think they get to mass? Like, do you think they they go they take the bus? Do you think they they like go walk there? What do you think they do? A horse and I don't know a horse. Nope, they roller skate. So what the, oh, what they do? Or okay. this is this is like an ongoing tradition. I kid you not. So the, what they do is they will block off the roads up until like 8 a.m. and they'll do like a roller skate parade all the way to mass and there's no like the the origin of this is like unknown like it's been going on throughout the 20th century and all that but the thing is like they like the legend is like when you're supposed to like the kids are supposed to like take their roller skates or have like one of the laces of their roller skates and tie it to one of their toes and then hang the other roller skate out the window so they like their friends can come by and pull on their like skate to wake them up in the morning 
it's so freaking weird, man. But at the same time, like, just a bunch of people roller skating and just, like, shredding down to mass. That's pretty fucking rad, honestly. You gotta wonder how that started. I don't know. I tried to look it up so I could, like, you know, be a little more insightful. But I haven't the slightest clue. Anyway, so... Do you like spiders? What do you think? What do you do? You like? Do you like? What do you think of them? I'm not a. I'm not afraid of spiders, but I'm. You know, but you're not gonna like. I don't think anybody would enjoy just. You know, I'm not gonna let a spider just what? chill in my living room oh. or in my bathroom. Well, if you don't, if you don't like spiders, don't go to the Ukraine in Christmas. Um, so in in the Ukraine, uh, the tradition is to use decorations resembling spider webs and cobwebs, um, kind of like made to be pretty though, to like covered in dew and all all that kind of thing. So instead of like using traditional ornaments and everything like that, um, what's used is just like tons of cobwebs or like cobweb looking spider webs and all stuff like that. I'm starting to think that the Europeans use uh, Christmas as more of a, what we use as, as uh, Halloween. Yeah, it's a little flipped on its head. Over there, they're just like, you know, they're like, oh, this isn't scary. This is totally, this is totally normal. But um, anyway, the, the origin of this, this comes from like an old folktale. And this folktale, this is like straight up nightmarish. I'm sure like in some people's eyes, they're like, oh, that's really, that's really sweet. But all right, so this old folktale is there's this widow and her children, and they're very, very poor, and they can't afford to get decorations. So on the night of Christmas Eve, um, the spiders in this widow's house uh, come down and they took pity on these poor people and they, they decorated the tree by like, you know, stringing it up with cobwebs see you're laughing but this is real this is a real you know thing. but it's funny we, we mimic that with like the uh not the fake snow or like the yeah. looks like spider webs on our trees yeah yeah we, but that's the thing is like they go all out like they'll like string up big like cobwebs yeah. and spider webs so it's and, folklore well yeah it, it's originated from that yeah. or from that from that old folktale so all right moving right along here so in Japan, Japan, like, Christmas is not a national holiday, but so it, right. people still enjoy it and everything, so this is a pretty bizarre tradition that's still going on today. Um, I like to call it the KFC takeover, like Kentucky Fried okay. Chicken. All right, so, so back in 1974, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, or KFC, did this festive marketing campaign, and the slogan uh, for this campaign, I'm going to try and pronounce it, it's Kirimasu Niwa Kentucky. Um, what that means, it means Kentucky for Christmas. Or if you do the Google Translate, it just means Christmas KFC. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, this Sounds is... Sounds like your kind of holiday. Sure. If I <laughs> if I liked KFC, I think I would be right there in Japan with everyone else trying to get some some of that sweet chicken on Christmas Eve. So what the tradition is, ever since ever since that campaign, that must have like impacted a lot of people in a very deep way. So ever since that, um Christmas was like big like on Christmas Eve, people will flock to KFC and they will order their like their chicken meal and everything and like, you know, that'll be the holiday meal. So isn't that fun? For, <laughs> I don't, I would not go. That's like, you know, that's like go being on Christmas Eve and be like, Hey, I made all these beautiful, you know, these snacks and these, you know, hors d'oeuvres and everything. And be like, no, nah, let's just go to McDonald's. Let's just go, you know, get a, a double. You a know, double. I mean, if this is a worldwide tradition, I mean, I'm hosting Thanksgiving in a couple or Christmas in a couple weeks. I mean, we yeah, can do, we yeah can dude, do like, a, if we're going to your place for, um, we can a little Christmas KFC, together, a $20 fill up, please do. Let's do like the $20 fill up. You bring, I'll bring the biscuits. You bring the the wings, the big that's, bucket. It's an interesting concept. I guess you're trying to mesh the American traditions with the. I don't know. Was I it mean, Japan. You said yeah, it was Japan. Japan. But it was just the thing. That's the thing. Is just like fast food is like all over the place. Like right. You know, that's. I feel like you know, just like got over there, and I feel like it really resonated with people. I think maybe like 
you know, Kiramasu Neva, Kentucky was like, you know, everyone was like chanting that in the streets. They were like, Kentucky for Christmas. Here's the chicken. <laughs> Give us the fried chicken. <laughs> but this is the thing is like, it's nothing, it's nothing extravagant because looking at the ads and stuff, it just looks like a regular, like, you know, KFC deal, except it has like Colonel Sanders in a Santa hat. Um, anyway, so I'm moving right, right along here. This is the icing on the cake. And I was trying to explain this to my parents and they were like, they just thought this was just a load, man. All right. So in Catalonia, Spain, um, there's the tradition of Tio de Nadal. Um, that translates roughly to Christmas log. So like a branch, like a big, like a, like a log that you would put on a fire. Okay. All right. So picture that. And you have them, like you put a little like eyes on the front and it has a big smile and a big red floppy hat. Um, and it has two little log legs like this. So you like, you know, you might, I'm, I know I'm, this is a podcast and I'm, I'm pointing with my fingers right now yep. to show them. But anyway, it's like a little V to kind of hold up this log. Big log. Yep, this is this little, this little this little happy log here. Um, so this is another translation here. Uh, it's also Kagatio, and guess what that translates to? Really big log. Mm, close shit log. <laughs> so what this is? All right. So on December eighth, parents will get uh, Tio de Nadal their Christmas log, and they'll bring it into the house, and then they'll have the kids each night. They'll have the kids feed uh, Tio de Nadal. Uh, like little treats, like dried fruit, nuts, water. And then at night, they'll go ahead and they'll tuck them in with a little blanket. This goes on up until December 24th. And then on Christmas Day, um, the kids will come down and they'll... <laughs> this is this is where it just gets really strange. The kids will come down and they'll begin to hit the log with sticks while singing a song. And I don't want to sing this song, so Noah... I'm going to rip that out oh, for you and I'm going to okay. have you sing that or just you can either sing it or you can read those lyrics for me. And that's that's just a rough translation of one of the traditional songs. So go right ahead, my um, friend. Is this normally in Spanish? Oh, uh, yeah, typically so. So you translated this for me. Yeah, a little bit. So is it, is well, there's, it, there's, is there's this true or is this just true? that's that's legit. If you if you I'm not going to you want to give me like a little melody here. Shit logs, shit noggins, hazelnuts, and mato cheese. If you don't shit well, I'll hit you with a stick. Shit log. Yay! All right, man. That's that's legit. They they. So that's what it's all about, man. Is like they these kids will sing these songs. I, I, there was like several different versions of them. That was just like one of them translated to english but it was also like the, one of them that was really funny they were just like it was like telling the log like don't shit anchovies because they stink shit good stuff for so me to eat is this a log or is this like no it's the actual term? no it's the, like the log and then all right so after this is sung so this is what i was getting to so after this song is sung uh the, they'll pull away the blanket and then this is like the parents hide the gifts underneath like, you know, everything, like mm. piles of candy and all mm -hmm. stuff like that. And they pull back the blanket and, oh, look at that. The the log pooped out all these gifts. Oh, yeah, hooray. Um, and then the kids get all their gifts and all their treats for everyone. Um, and then they burn it. <laughs> okay. For warmth, you know. Oh, they put go. they throw it in the, the you know. So you might be, you're sitting here thinking, you're probably thinking like, oh, that's that's just a load of crap. Google Tio. No, it's literally a load of crap. No, fine. Yeah, it is quite literally, <laughs> but also too, just Google Tio de Nadal, and you'll be quite surprised. Anyway, 
So those are some weird uh, or very unique Christmas traditions um, from around the world. So another thing that, as we were talking about, about Christmas is the food. And there is some great food, some very unique meals and dishes. And you can actually use these, listener, uh, for the holidays. So for the holiday season, you can use these as inspiration. So when you do go to your family's get-together, they're going to praise you for having such a diverse, you know, look at, you know, being able to have the or a the, the very diverse look at um, excluding Christmas the twenty dollar fill up from Japan. Yes, that that would be kind of a cop out here. So, <laughs> back in the sixteenth century, we're gonna get in our time machines and we're gonna go way way back to the medieval times. Back in the sixteenth century, what kind of exotic bird do you think would be really tasty to eat? Quail. Mm, yeah, that'd be a good. Hawk. One. Yeah. A dove. A, a, a hawk. That would be. I feel like that'd be really um, gamey. Try a peacock. Do you think that no. would be tasty? I mean, those aren't very like wild birds. I feel like they don't fly, so you yeah, easy to catch. You can just yeah. you know back them up, bash them over the head, and you know yep. chow down. But shout out back in, dinner. Yeah, right there. So back in the 16th century, medieval times, um, like the rich or really wealthy people, that's what they would eat for Christmas. Would be peacock meat. Um, so they would do mm. all types of different stuff. It would be like peacock, roasted peacock, peacock pies. Yeah. Peacock pie. Yeah, peacock pie. Just like a meat pie, I guess. Um, but then it was up until, like, um, in England, Henry VII, um, he decided to have turkey instead. And then that stuck with everyone. So that he was, like, the major trendsetter for people to start eating, like, turkey instead of peacock. So, and I feel like, too, hmm. they were just running out of peacocks. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a wildly endangered yeah. animal. They were let's just like, let's, oh. just switch something, let's switch something we have more of. <laughs> we got um, all these turkeys. They're just running all around, So we man. can, you know, we could have been eating thanks, or uh, our Thanksgiving dinners could have been peacocks, but uh, that'd shout, be a out, very, shout out that'd to be a England. very weird. Right, we're eating turkeys now. Thanks, England. See, if it wasn't for England, America wouldn't exist. So thanks for that, too. Anyway, so another one. We're going to jump on our time machines again. Whoa. We're going to go to the 1960s. Okay. So in the 1960s ooh, this is tasty the the regular that like i don't know who tried to set this or whatever but what what was going on was um vegetable tuna gelatin so i got the recipe prepare down to write the write down the recipe listener it's tuna salad celery gelatin in one of those retro gelatin molds do you know what i'm talking about like the bunt cake looking thing yeah yeah so you would have like this christmas looking gelatin just full of tuna salad and everything does yeah. this have anything to do with, like, uh, the war going on and, like, rations? Like, this I don't is all know. we had left to make. I mean, that sounds pretty exotic. I mean, I guess. I mean, it, this wasn't World War II, so it wasn't to that scale. Like, I don't know, I don't know, like, how impacted. Anytime you say tuna in a gelatin form, I just think. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like don't someone was just one. like, oh, this is like, th- this was like, you know, someone trying to bring, like, <laughs> hummus at the time. They're like, anyway, they're just trying to be exotic or, you, you know, unique. I don't even know what the hell I'm saying. All right, jump in that time machine again. Whoa, go to the 18th century. Uh, so another yummy uh, bird pie for you is goose pie. So do you think it's just goose? Or do you... I mean, it. I would assume. <laughs> nope. Oh. So it's, yeah, there's goose in there, but it's also just a big meat pie. They would also shove in stuff like rabbit, turkey, duck. Um, pheasant, like pretty much like any, so like whatever's left over, let's just put yeah. this into a pie. I mean, that was like, t- that you. was like the frontier times though, because that was like, yep. everyone was running around and they were like, oh, we just have a bunch of animals that we just killed. And they're like, ah, oh, just chop them up and put it in that pie. It's Merry like, Christmas. Uh, us eating a Supreme pizza. Kind of, but you know, uh, 
<laughs> I don't even think that's close. No. I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to compare it to something. I was just going to say, yeah, goose pie, that's just a nightmare, but a supreme pizza sounds quite, quite delicious. So... <laughs> This one actually sounds quite delicious, too. So, uh, in South Africa, um, if you like fried caterpillars, that's the place for you. Mm-mm-mm-mm, good. So, this is, like, an old tradition. Um, and, like, this is, here's the thing. It might sound like gross fried caterpillars, but they're actually packed with protein. Yeah. So, go ahead and get down to South Africa and get you some. All right. I saved the best for last. And you're probably, just like the other um, tradition that we were talking about, you're probably going to be like, this guy's just just a full of crap all right so in greenland um and just to just to clarify here greenland is the one that's super cold and covered in ice iceland is the one uh that's covered in grass and, it's green yeah it's totally green the vikings mm-hmm. were dicks trying to trick people into not going to gra- mind games <laughs> yeah exactly they were, they were they, they were the ultimate tricksters back then oh they got me ah dang it there's this place isn't green at all Anyway, so in Greenland, uh, there's this dish, and I apologize if I, if I butcher it. I try my best here. It's called kiviak. It's K-I-V-I-A-K. So, do you like do you like dead birds? Sure. Okay. Do you I mean, do you think you would eat a dead seal? No. You wouldn't eat a dead seal? Sounds a little uh, rough around the edges there. I mean, it's like you know, it's thick. really really chewy. It has a lot of fat on is it. Is it? Have you eaten a seal? I've never eaten a seal. Oh, okay. I don't know how it is. Would you eat dead birds that have been stuffed and fermented inside a seal? Um, if I knew it wasn't fermented in a seal, I probably would. Well, I don't think kiviak's the, the dish for you. So, um, what kiviak is, it is, um, and if you want to write down the recipe for kiviak so you can prepare it this winter, uh, for, for Christmas, get that pencil ready. So what kiviak is, it's, um, 500 or like a bunch of, uh, whole akus. So A-U-K-S. They're like these small blackbirds. Um, they pack them into a dead seal, um, and they like cut it out, gut the seal, and they pack all these in there, and they try and push out. And when I say pack, I mean beaks and feathers included. So the that's thing. everything, the whole whole bird. whole bird, pretty much. And then what they do is they like stu- they try and push out as much air as possible, um, and then from there they like sew up the seal and they pack it with um, like seal fat, in which uh, apparently seal fat it repels flies. So. If you don't want, if you have a problem with flies, go get some seal fat. Um, and when I, once that's all packed and everything in this big, you know, monstrous dead seal, uh, they go ahead and they pack that into a big pile of stones and try and get as much air out of it as possible. Um, and then they put a big rock on top of that in order to keep all the air out. So then they let that set for three months. So if you are going to make kiviak this season, three months, you're you, too late. Yeah, you might be a little, you might be a little behind. It might be your Easter dinner. Yeah, that's true. You, you that you know. But if you if you're listening to this in the future or in the past, you know, and go ahead and go get you a dead seal and a 500 dead birds. Anyway, <laughs> they get they. they they do that, and they pack this in. They let it set for three months to ferment. And once that's done, um, they, like, pull it out, and it's eaten during, like, the Arctic winter during special occasions. So, like, you know, Christmas, weddings, birthdays, you know, stuff like that. So I don't know if it's tasty or not. I didn't look any Kiviak reviews. Um, but I did come across this story, unfortunately. You might be thinking to yourself, oh, someone would die if they did that. Well, you got to prepare it just right. So you got to you might want to do a little study before you you actually could try and make this. So in August 2013, uh, there were several people that died from eating it because it was made um, incorrectly with a different type of bird called an eater, which is like a different species, like a species of duck kind of um, or waterfowl, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, so but it that, that eater doesn't ferment like an aku does. So 
nature's nature is completely nuts. So anyway, those are some fun little you know meals for meal ideas for you. So now game show time. Dun 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 dun. That's the theme what's, music what's for the it. Of music? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, but I'm gonna call we call this. Um, I'm gonna call this game show. That's a Christmas movie. And congratulations, Noah. You're the first contestant on that's a Christmas movie. So here's the rules of the game. I'm going to read off uh, plots or generalized plots of Christmas movies. Okay. Some of the all some of these are real, and some of these are totally fake. I made them up. Okay. Um, and what they how it goes is you're gonna have one point for every time you guess right, okay. and every time you guess wrong, you're gonna lose a point. So you oh. might end up in the negative, or you might just end up I at might, zero. You might, might just you know you might just stay at zero. So let's find out. Da 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 da. Hope that's not copyrighted, but. <laughs> We're gonna keep this going. So, just to start off, you're gonna you can go. That's a Christmas movie. I don't really have any rules as to what it is or what you could say. So, be creative. Okay. Anyway, first off, I'm gonna read the plot. It's an angel is sent by Santa to teach a cynical mother the real meaning of Christmas. I have no idea. You gotta it guess. Sounds like a Hallmark movie. Is it real or is it fake? It's f- fake. Wrong. <laughs> it's real. One Magic Christmas, nineteen eighty-five. Yep. So it's a real thing. Um, this this like mother is like really cynical, and all she cares about is like the materialistic things of Christmas. And then uh, Santa sends this quote Christmas angel down uh, to teach her what it means to really be Christmas or have the Christmas spirit. So you're negative one. So mm. let's let's keep mm. this going, man. All right. So next plot. A father is unable to keep promises. Uh, excuse me, let me try that again. A father who is unable to keep promises dies in a car accident and returns as a snowman to set things right with his son. That's a real movie. That's a real movie. Ding 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 ding. Sounds that's very right. familiar. Uh huh. That's right. It's Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Nineteen ninety eight. Knew it. So you're back to zero. So yeah. So that was starring uh, Michael Keaton. Yep. Um. Yeah. Was, I love that movie, dude. Like I remember we had it on VHS yep. or something. Yep. I was just it was unsettling with like the the snowman and like you know animation and everything because it's kind of like stop motion and part CGI or it, may, it might just be CGI but it kind of has that stop motion feel to it. So anyway, so next plot we got. After, alright, so I'm going to read the plot. After Santa forgets uh, the naughty and nice list at the North Pole, Mrs. Claus sets out to chase down Santa to return the list before it's too late. It's not a movie. Oh, ding, 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 ding. That's uh-huh. right. I made that shit up. Hope you're not cheating. We all know Mrs. Claus is lazy. Oh. She, she ain't trying to go out there. Watch your mouth. Nervous. Watch your mouth. There's, there's like a thousand different renditions of Mrs. Claus. I feel like, you know, there's, some of them might be, some of them might not be. So it looks like you're, what was, what was the score? I'm, I'm, I have one point. You're now. one point. You're at one. Yep. You're doing great. You're doing better than other contestants. Thanks. Thank you. All right, so next plot. An ungrateful young boy kidnaps an elf to learn how to get all the presents he wants, only to learn there is more to Christmas than just gifts. That's true. Eh, wrong. Really? It's fake. I made that up. Yeah, dude, I should be writing, uh, I should be writing Christmas movies here. So... <laughs> Yeah, that's just um so look at that, you're back to zero. Yeah, if movie writers need a plot, just use these Yeah, uh, look at that, just use these ideas, dude. Alright, here we go. Next plot. A father vows to get his son the latest action figure for Christmas. However, every store is true, sold out of them true. and he must travel all Arnold around town. Alright. Do you even know the title of it? Uh no, but I've seen I've seen the movie. Jingle All the Way. Yes. Nineteen ninety six. Yep. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm actually planning on doing an episode of that, so okay. yeah. We'll get ready, Christmas season gonna be a lot of christmas episodes all right so next plot 
A family's plans to host a big family get-together turn into a disaster when obnoxious relatives arrive. Mm, this is vague, but I'm going to go with true. That's right. National Lampoon's yep. Christmas Vacation, yep. 1989. I was thinking that of that Tim Allen movie where their kids come into Christmas last minute after they choose to go on oh, vacation. Oh, yeah, it was like Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a... I mean, yeah. honestly, that that could have been one of them, yep, too. that's what I thought it was. Uh, so look at that. You're at two points. Two points. All right, next one. Uh, so, an estranged husband and wife become locked in a shopping mall on Christmas Eve and discover mm. they only need each other for at Christmas. Hallmark Channel says yes. That's a movie. Eh, wrong. It's really? fake. Just made that up, dude. You're coming with all kinds of plots. I had to throw some curveballs in there. I yeah, wanted to. I wanted to make it charge for you. This so too good to be true. So you're at one point now. Okay. All right. So next one. After win- witnessing his parents' murder by a man dressed as Santa, a young boy grows up to be a serial killer Santa too. True. That's right. All ding, right. Ding, 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 ding. Didn't know that was true. Silent that was Night, Deadly guess. Night, nineteen eighty four. Big guess. Yeah, dude. It's those movies are just so cheesy. And there's, I think there's like three or four of them. There's like by the third one, the main dude, like the guy who's like the killer Santa or whatever, he ends up like getting lobotomized and his like brains out. It's just it goes all over the place. It's so hokey. All right, moving right along here. Next plot. An NYPD officer tries to save his wife and several hostages taken by terrorists during an Xmas or Christmas party. Not true. Wrong. Really? Die Hard. Nineteen eighty. No. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes, it is. You didn't, Check give me the episode. you didn't give me enough facts there. Oh come on! An NYPD officer tries to save his wife and several hostages. Shout out Bruce Willis. Yeah, there you go, man. Check the. I already did the episode on. I know why it is. Shout out. Whatever. Shout out. Don't you talk Don't to me. listen. Don't listen. Yeah, plugging my own podcast on the podcast. I'm a genius. What you should do free advertisements. I guess. I mean, I'm the only one that likes to promote it. So, <laughs> all right. So let's keep it going here. On Christmas Eve, a young boy embarks on a magical adventure to the North Pole on an enchanted train. Really? Yeah. That's a movie. Yeah, that's right. Ding, Polar, ding, Express. Polar Express 2004. Yeah, dude. That was, that was a good job. What did, what did you win? Three points? I didn't even keep track. Uh, two, points. two points. Two points. Congratulations. You win absolutely nothing. I didn't bring any prizes or anything uh, on what there. What kind of Christmas podcast is this? I, not a good one, obviously. Not chocolate. Not a... Nope. You know, not a... I mean, who cares? <laughs> You know what you got? You know what you won? You got to be on. This is the first time you've ever got to be on a game show. Congratulations! And a podcast. And a podcast. Podcast game show. Yeah, there you go. All right. So, what would you say is like after all that? What would you say is like your first uh, or your favorite Christmas movie? I think I was talking to you about this today. I don't have a favorite. There's so many good ones, but I think the one that resonates, the one I you know every year that I don't mind watching, would be Home Alone. Okay. The first or second one. So you like both the first and they're the second? They're just so like they're interchangeable. They're just you know funny, mm-hmm. classic. No, they're not even Christmas movies. It's just the the theme. Well, is, just yeah, because it's Christmas. like yeah, it's 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 like heartwarming. There's like a nice little, but it's like, funny. There's some comic relief. Yeah. There's so it's a, those are my favorite. But you know, I don't. I was telling you today, I don't have a favorite Christmas movie. Well, like that's the one that's like legitimately. I like funny. all the Santa Claus movies with Tim uh-huh. Allen. All of them, really? Not all of them, but even I like the one, the, even the one with um, the first and second one. I remember growing up, there was a lot of Disney Channel Christmas movies. Christmas movies yeah. we'd watch. Um, the first one, the first Santa I Claus, is really fun. I don't have a favorite, but you know, one that stands out that I look forward to watching. Well, Which? I would say between uh, that one and uh, the uh, the Christmas Story, 
that premieres every oh, day. Oh yeah, Christmas day yeah, man, long. the one that just goes all day long. How can you not like? I mean, I love that one. It's not the best movie I've ever watched. No, no, no. It's but still Christmas like, it's wise, a classic. Yeah, you know, classic movie. That's that stood its time. Yeah. You know, for what, 40, 50 years, 60 years now? I mean, it's so popular to the point where they still play it. And just think, and like, 70s. the people are still getting royalties yep. off of that. Like, Christmas time, they must love you know, Christmas time. Ralphie's almost in the grave, and he's yeah, yeah. still making movies. And he's off just of like, I'm rich as fuck. Get yeah. banned. He's like, he made yep. that, and he was set for life, man. I didn't even know. Those people, it's crazy, though, because I'm sure, like, when they were making that movie, I don't even think they expected it to be such a massive, like, classic no. hit. No. Much like, much like many other movies, I'm sure they don't go in there and be going like, oh yeah, this is going to be an instant Christmas classic and everyone's going to think what, about this I was year. even at Target the other day and they still have licensed sweaters with the, the, the leg, the lamp leg. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah, there's something that, that's the a thing. A movie that is timeless, I think, is, is a Christmas story, but Home Alone stood its time too. I mean, that's still on nonstop on, on most channels well, around the, the I feel holiday like, season. Uh, well, Home Alone has a lot more to offer in terms of, like, comedy, and then the other one is more in terms of, like, relatability. You know, because no one's ever been left yep. home alone on Christmas. Like, those... No. That, his family were complete that's lunatics. That's the whole point. Nobody's ever seen that. So, yeah. to spin this on you, what is your favorite Christmas movie? See, I'm going to be a... a See, I, I feel like ours are going to be completely different. See, yeah, I'm going to be a bastard and say Die Hard because it's like, yep, it's you're not, an action guy. I, I mean, get it. I like I action, it. but like I also, you know, there's other movies that I like. A Which big Die fan Hard? Of, like, the first one. Well, yeah, that's the the like the first one, and I like I was really pushing it with saying the second one is like the because the only reason that the second one is because it's like it also takes place on Christmas Eve and a bunch of other Christmas stuff happens during it. But the other one, like it literally has like. You know, you can watch it and they make, like, there's, like, you know, references to Santa, there's Christmas music, there's snow, there's yep. gifts. It's, yeah, it's kick-ass. But also, too, um, if I had to, like, if to the people who are, like, excuse me, I just spit all over the place. To to anyone who's, like, out there being like, oh, it's not a Christmas movie. Um, <laughs> I would say my favorite is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's just because, just because, like, the hilarity in that and just, like, um what is it like the parents or whatever like the yep. the one grandpa where he's like you couldn't hear a, a dump truck driving through a nitro gristling crystal came and talk dude nitro plant <laughs> so still can't talk i still can't talk it's so yeah it's so late here my brain's dead as hell all right and one more question here for you do you know like the the movies um like the reddit rudolph the red nose reindeer yep. and like the the jack frost and, yep. and i don't even know the summer guy what was it? Heat Miser. Thank you, brain. All right. So, yeah, that's um, with those. Do you think those are like creepy or do you think they're like enjoyable movies? Um, as a kid, they were enjoyable with the obviously the older you grow up. And at least in my opinion, the more I watched it, the more I was like, these are kind of weird. I just don't know, man. I feel like the the stop. I think it depends on your like time, though. Unsettling. Right. I mean, you show the Christmas, Christmas movies we watch now to older generations are going to say the same thing we'd say about Rudolph or, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas or. Okay, yeah. don't say a word about bad word about Charlie Brown Christmas. I'm sorry. I'll tackle you right out of this closet. Not uh, much room. <laughs> I'll do it. Um, but I don't know. I feel like that, like the the messages and everything in there, are really like touching and Christmassy. But the stop motion has always like unsettled me for some reason. And I think it was the one scene in like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer with like the the abominable snowman. And how he's like, you know, they have the music, and then he's just really like, you know, very sinister looking until he until he becomes friendly well, and he puts the obviously star on someone the tree. likes it because we still watch it every year. So I mean, it's there's people out there that love that stuff, dude. Oh, what was that one? I don't know. It's like Santa Claus is coming to town. Is like the origin story of Santa. Mm -hmm. 
That one was just weird, dude. Like, yeah, I the, just, Ru- the Rudolph one's always creeped me out. The Rudolph is that's fun. But it was always man. one of the things you had to watch every year. I mean, yeah. at least as a kid, but I don't do it now. But I mean, you don't seek it out. But it's like you know, and I feel like if it was on too, you're not gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna watch this all the way through. You'll probably just like watch yeah. a few minutes and be like, all right, I gotta get off of this. But that that Santa Claus is coming to town. That one is just weird all in all accounts because you had like these really bad musical numbers, and it was like during the time of war and everything, and they're just like. God, Santa's supposed to be this whimsical figure. I guess so, man. I feel like it's going to... I don't know if even anyone knows what I'm talking about. But anyway, this has been a heck of a holiday fun episode. Noah, thank you for so much for coming back onto the podcast and just talking about all this, this holiday fun with me, man. So... All right. Is there anything else that you want to add about Christmas time or anything like that? No, I think this is uh, an interesting year, being twenty twenty, COVID. Said but it, dude. you know, I think traditions will live on, and I think, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, like that's the thing is, like, despite listener, despite everything that's happened in this year, yeah, it's really bad, and hopefully you're, that your Christmas isn't bad. But hey, look at that. We all made it to the end of the year, and yep. we're going to be going into twenty twenty one. And listener, I just want to let you know that. 2020 was really bad, but don't just go ahead and say 2021 is going to be like my year because everyone was saying that at the beginning of 2020 and look how that turned out. Okay. We're sitting in your closet now. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, don't even get me started anyway, but that's, that's the thing is go in with high hopes, but low expectations. So, okay. Yeah. Or whatever, if that even makes any damn sense, but Listener, if you did uh, take the time to listen all the way through to the end of this, I really appreciate you doing that because that means that I'm doing something right here and I'm going to try to continue making this content for you. And if you want to help me out, go on to the – if you have the access to the uh, the Apple Podcast app, that little purple icon on your iPhone, uh, just go on there, look up the podcast and drop me five stars or however many stars that you think I deserve. And then write a little review. Tell me that I'm just following instructions. He told me to do this. Andrew likes paying us. I like Christmas time. Anything, man. It just really shows and it helps me like with um, getting my podcast driven up or it helps Don't You Dare Talk to Me get driven up the charts by uh, Apple's weird algorithm and all that. So, And again, you can also uh, look me up on Facebook and on Instagram and that's Don't You Dare Talk to Me. Uh, shoot me a message on what you want to hear me talk about or just let me know if I'm doing a good or bad job. So, But anyway, that's my time. And Noah, thanks again. Yep. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, listener. And happy holidays.